Good morning, brothers and sisters in Christ. What a joy, what a privilege, what an opportunity we have. Opportunity that has been granted unto us by God's grace that you and I can be counted amongst the living, that you and I can call ourselves his children, that you and I can open our lives and declare his goodness. Our Father has been good to us. Every time we start this podcast, we never cease mentioning about his goodness. His goodness is following us. His goodness is at work within us. He is good. And his mercies endure it forever. Many of the attributes of God that we talk about, that we know about, they can all be subsumed under his goodness. It is his goodness that has made him to exhibit all the other, you know, characteristics that we have come to associate him with. Oh yes, he's a good God. Because out of his goodness, we see his love, his compassion, his care. His faithfulness, His mercies, His grace, His favor. His forgiveness. So in Jeremiah, he asks the prophet, Can a mother forget A child at her breast. No, she said, and he said, though she may, I will not forsake you, reject you because of my goodness. Jesus revealed the goodness of the Father to us. And he also asked him, us that will he give us stone when we ask for bread? 
Will he give us serpent when we ask for fish? Even if our earthly fathers know how to give good gifts to us when we ask them, how much more our good Father who is in heaven So the writer of James says that every good and perfect gift comes from above, from the Father of lights, in whom there is no variableness, nor shadow of turn. Oh yes, he's a good God. I want to welcome all of you, brothers and sisters, and thank you for this partnership and fellowship we have daily it's awesome and god bless your your commitment to his word every morning and as i've always said as you behold your faces in the mirror of his word may you be transformed into the image of his dear son, Jesus Christ. Yesterday, the Lord spoke to us on the need to wait on him. And one person who did that was Habakkuk. Habakkuk. In chapter 2, he says, I will stand my watch. What it means, I will wait on the Lord. I will stand my watch. In those days, they had, you know, prayer watches. They, they had eight prayer watches. So, I will stand my watch. It means, it was going to, you know, to wait on the Lord through prayer. He says, and... I will set myself on the rampart, the rampart. That is, I'll be eager and be sensitive to Him. And most of the time, when we approach God, we only pray, but we don't listen. I'm waiting on Him, but the essence of the waiting is to hear a word from Him. And he says, and watch to see what he will say to me. So Habakkuk says, I'm going to watch to see what God is going to say to me. He's in eager expectation. And what I will answer when I am corrected. Mm -hmm. Verse 2 says, then the Lord answered me and said, Beloved, as you wait on him, the Lord will speak. It says, write the vision and make it plain on tablets. What I'm going to reveal to you, what I'm going to show you, what I'm going to tell you, when you have come to wait on me, he says, write it. And make it plain on the tablets. 
And he says that, that he may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. The first time I came into contact with this was a, a prophetic encounter. It was on the 22nd of October, about seven or eight years ago, when I was praying in my car. And the Lord said, Open to Habakkuk chapter 2, 1 to 3. I drove to the office, and the first thing I did was to open the Bible. And this is what the Lord told me. But beloved, there are certain things about, you know, when God finishes us with some instruction on vision, there are certain things that he wants us to know. And everything is detailed in verses 2 and 3 of Habakkuk chapter 2. The first thing is that whatever he tells us, the vision must be written down in verse 2. Two, the vision should be distributed to people that he may run that reset. Three, the vision should be acted upon. Mm. It is not just for information or for us to share with people, but we should act on the vision. And the fourth thing that the Lord said that whatever he said, the vision is for a select time in the future. And sometimes God will tell us something and we think, oh, it's going to happen next week or tomorrow. No, sometimes it will take 20 years, 30 years. It can take five years. It can take a day. It can take even hours. But visions are long-term in nature. So the fourth thing is that it is for a selected time in the future. And the fifth thing that is, you know, that is in verse 3. In the same verse 3, God says, What I have told you should motivate us or you towards the goal. It should serve as a as a, a source of motivation. And the other thing that the Lord said in verse 3 was that the vision should not be discarded. 
And that's why we should write it. Because there's the tendency to forget and to lose focus and to abandon the dream. But when it is written, it becomes visible and believable and doable. And the last thing the Lord told the prophet Habakkuk in verse 3 was that the vision will not fail. The vision will not fail. Most of the time, when the Lord speaks to us, we go to sleep and it is like the Lord has said it and it is final. Yes, but there is a responsibility on our part to work in partnership with God for the manifestation and the delivery of whatever he has said concerning us. The Lord will tell you certain things. But this is the time that you've got to war in prayer. Paul told the spiritual son Timothy that the things that we prophesied concerning you, when we laid our hands on you, that you take hold on those prophecies and you will, you will war a mighty warfare for their manifestation. It is not a time to just drink and sleep and eat and be satisfied. But there is a responsibility. So one, the vision should be written down. Two, it should be distributed to people. Three, it should be acted on. Four, it is for a select time in the future. Five, should motivate motivate us, you know, uh, towards the goal. Six, it should not be discarded. And seven, the vision will not fail. As we get to the end of the year, the Lord is telling us to wait on Him. And there are so many things that He's going to reveal to us. And this is how we need to work on the vision, on the revelations that he gives to us. Beloved, the Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. Almighty God, live the light of his countenance upon your lives and grant you his peace. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, abide with us now and forevermore. Amen.